been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground Podcast. As you know, you can hear us now on Magic of the Mouse Radios and on FPE Network on YouTube. So you can actually catch us every Thursday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, FPE Network. And you can also find us on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Magic of the Mouse Radio. Guys, today we'll be doing a bunch of Most Magical Fives. We'll be talking about favorite resorts. Favorite Disneyland meet and greets, favorite photo ops, favorite Magic Kingdom food, and much, much more. So stick around, stay tuned, and uh, let's get into the first Most Magical Five. Okay, so that brings us to another edition of the Most Magical Five. And joining us this week, we have Walter from Mouse Talk. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm oh, glad to have you here. Love the YouTube channel. Uh, before we get into your Most Magical Five, let everybody know a little bit about yourself. Sure, absolutely. Well, again, my name is Walt. And my wife and I, uh, my wife's name is Melissa. We do a YouTube channel called Mouse Talk. Lots of live streams on the parks on the weekends. We also do some vlogs and some top tens. And we have a Disney ride along series in there. We do some um, food reviews. Melissa has an Exploration Eats food review show that she does. So a lot of Disney centric, some Universal in there as well. But we... uh, our main focus is just to have fun and meet new friends. And it's been uh, it's been a blessing. We're almost to 10,000 subscribers. God bless it, man. How long ago did you guys start and what gave you guys the thought of starting this whole channel and and, and really kind of putting um, putting it together? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, it's funny. We started in podcasting. Oh, wow. And that was the name of our podcast was Mouse Talk, talking about the mouse. And um, we kind of parlayed that into... Doing the YouTube channel in 2015, I think it was, 2015. So it's been a while ago, but we didn't really do a lot with the YouTube channel. We'd post a video, go three months, post another one. Go th- we haven't really been full-blown into YouTube only probably since about 2018. Wow, so you, you built it pretty quickly then as far as uh, really getting it out there. Yeah, we have. We've uh, we moved down to the Florida area, so we're real close to Disney. And uh, just over the last year and a half to two years, we've really kind of taken off, and we're, we're very blessed. Where did you guys move from? Maryland. We're actually from Maryland. Okay, so all right. So you know what? I'll tell you, it's really amazing how many people move down here for Disney and, and Mickey, right? I mean, that's the same thing brought me down here. Um, and there's so many other people, too, that I've met just along the way. Um, I feel like any time you meet somebody down here, it's like 85 percent chance they're a transplant. And the, and it's like another 85 percent on top of that, that they came here like for Disney or Mickey or something. Right. It's true. I agree. And there's more coming. I know several friends up north that are already in the, already in the process of buying a house to move down here to be closer to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing, man. And it just shows you how how, how uh, special it really is. And so many people that I've met in, in this community that I would never have known otherwise. And some of the, there's some of the best people I've, I know. 
And it's really just been um, an absolute, same thing I could say is like you guys, just an absolute blessing. So I agree hundred percent. We've met, met some really, really nice people, genuinely nice, not just in front of the camera or, mm-hmm. or, in, or behind the, you know, the microphone, just genuinely nice people. It, it is a, it is a blessing. But all right. So we're going to talk about your most magical Walt Disney World resorts. Uh, so where do we go? Where's your number five? This was hard. We've stayed at several of them. And I think all of the Disney resorts have their own unique theming perspective magic about them. But number five for us is the boardwalk. We really love the boardwalk, uh, the ambiance of it. It's beautiful in there. The, um, the, uh, proximity to both Hollywood studios and Epcot to be able to walk or take the boat. We really enjoy the boardwalk. It's a lot, a lot of fun over there. It's beautiful. And that's a good one. Great, great dining all around. Great, great attractions, not attractions like rides, but attractions in the sense of you got the, uh, the boardwalk games, you got the the magicians doing their little stand up bits on the boardwalk. The the entertainment value, jelly rolls, uh, jelly rolls there. with p- yep. <laughs> dueling pianos. I mean, there's so much. You don't even need the parks really. When you stay at boardwalk, you'll find enough to do that. You don't even need to go to a park. There's so much to do there. Um, yeah, they have the dance hall over there as well. Yeah, yep, there's plenty yeah. to do. I love it. That's that's my num- that's my number one spot is the boardwalk. So uh, I love seeing it when it's on somebody's number five. We, when we're talking about resorts. I love seeing that because that's 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 always my number one. So where do we go for four? So we're actually. I try to get one of each in there. We're going to go to a value resort, although I don't know that this is technically a value resort. And that's uh, Art of Animation. Mm-hmm. I, we really love the theming over at Art of Animation. I think it's the best theming of all the value resorts, which is saying something because they're all themed really, really well. But we just love it over there. It's just fantastic. The theming is wonderful. The four themes that they use with Nemo, Mermaid, Cars, and Lion King are fantastic. That Cars area is amazing. And the fact that you can actually get a suite other than music, all star music, I think has them. You really can't get that in a um, in a uh, value resort. So that's number four for us. We really like art of animation. I, I agree. It doesn't feel like a value resort, and there's so much to do even there as well for the kids. There's so many photo ops you can do with the kids with all the characters they have all over the place. The theming, it's a it's one of the better ones too. Not only that, you have the Skyliner there. It's yep. also you have the uh, the bridge over to Pop Century if you want to go over there. Mm-hmm. Lots to lots to do over there. I agree. It's a fun one. It definitely is. It definitely is. Okay, so where are we going for number three? <laughs> so this is where we kind of take it up a notch. All right. We're going to go to a moderate. And this is actually a real recent one for Melissa and I. Coronado Springs. We loved Coronado Springs. We stayed there two weeks ago for the first time. And we absolutely fell in love with it. The proximity of everything in the area. It feels like a big resort, but it's... It's still not that bad. And I don't know if it was because of where we were, where our room was, but we were right next to Three Bridges, which is a fantastic restaurant to Mm -hmm. to visit. We ate at Toledo's, which is another great restaurant. The Grand Testino Tower is nice. It's just a beautiful, beautiful resort. They got one of the nicest pools over there with the dig site and the Aztec or Mayan temple, whatever that is. It's just a beautiful, beautiful resort with great food options. And actually, it's a convention resort. It was made for conventions, but it didn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we loved it. We had a great, great, excuse me, great, great time at Coronado. You know, we we say on the show all the time that as far as pound for pound value of a resort, we feel like this is the best value. It's it's moderate pricing. But deluxe accommodations. It, do you, when you walk, on, do you not feel like it looks like a deluxe resort? Like it, absolutely, we said the same thing. 
It looks so upscale. Every ever since, especially since they added the Grand, Grand Casino Tower, uh, three three bridges is phenomenal. The food there is so great. I love the even the theming of it, where it's it's all it's in the middle of the water, and, and you can only get it to the three bridges. I I, uh, I was actually over there a couple of days ago, just kind of walking around, hanging, doing a little resort hopping, and I I, uh, I stuck around over there for a little bit, and it is like I said, it feels like 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 deluxe accommodations for a, for for moderate pricing. It is probably the best value on property right now. I think. It's I agree. I agree. We really had a really nice time over there. Also, too, if you're driving, if you do have a car, they have parking in each of the different areas. Like if you're staying at ranchos or if you're staying at casitas, depending upon where you're staying, they have mm-hmm. specific parking just for those areas. That's it's a great too. place. And it's not just one pool either. They have like three pools. Mm-hmm. So you definitely have options for pools as well. It's a, it's a fantastic resort. I agree. I definitely agree. Okay. So where do we go for number two? All right, so this is where we start hitting some of the deluxe. And this was our, uh, Melissa and I are DVC. We're Disney Vacation Clubs. And our very first ever DVC was Animal Kingdom Lodge, a two-bedroom suite with a Savannah view. The Animal Kingdom Lodge is absolutely an unbelievably amazing, amazing resort. If you can get a Savannah view, I know it's a little bit more money. It's well worth it to be able to get up at five o'clock in the morning and look outside and there goes a giraffe or there Mm -hmm. goes a zebra. It's just amazing. It's such a beautiful resort. And talk about food options. You've got Chico, you've got Boma, you've got Sanaa, you've got so many great options and that's just the table services. Mm Mm-hmm. Just such a great, great resort themed perfectly. I love it. And that's that's our number two. Now, is that your home resort? That is not. Okay. That's my home resort. I I, lo- I I agree. It might be hands down the best resort dining when you really put them all together of all the places and all the options. Sanaa's bread service. I mean, I go for the, just the bread service sometimes. We do too. And what's really funny, and we didn't know this until we did it for the first time, you can actually have the bread service delivered to your room. I, you know, I never did that before, but I heard that someone told me about that recently too. Yeah, you can have, we did it. We, well, we didn't have it delivered. We went down and got it and they, they packed it up for us and we took it back to the room, but yeah, um, that's another great perk over there. It's just such a beautiful resort. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about three signature dining, or at least two, Jico and Sonar signature dining. Yeah. And Boom is probably the best buffet on property. Fantastic. Okay. So your number one most magical resort is? This is our home resort for DVC. We absolutely love this resort, and it's the Wilderness Lodge. That's my absolute favorite. I love the whole ambiance of it. When you walk inside that lobby and you see that lobby, it's just fantastic. The the chandeliers that are hanging, the giant um, fireplace over to the left. You've got Whispering Canyon right there, the music playing. You've got the little bridge with the geyser that leads all the way down to the pool. Mm. You've got the waterfall outside, the pool's right there. Just a great, great resort. Whispering Canyon is, is okay. I like the food there. It's not one of the better options for food. It's not bad over there, but the whole ambiance of it, the rooms are beautiful. I do feel like I'm in the wilderness and Geyser Point is really nice. I love eating there. And you talk about getting up early and going outside to see the animals. I love getting up early and going down to Geyser Point and sitting right there by the water and just taking in the sunrise with the water and everything down there. We love Wilderness Lodge. That's our now plus the proximity to, uh, to Magic Kingdom. You're right there. You get the electrical water pageant at night, which is yep. fantastic. Yep. That's that's our favorite. Excellent. And you know what too? I in Christmas time, it might be the best lobby in old Disney during Christmas time too, with that huge I agree. tree. Well, it's funny you say that about Christmas because everybody uh, the Grand Floridian is great, contemporaries neat. 
But Animal Kingdom is just is right there with Wilderness Lodge. That big tree they put right in the middle of the of the main lobby there. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. But there is something Wilderness Lodge just takes it another notch during Christmas. It's it's just amazing. I agree for sure. Yep. But uh, all right. So before we let you go, please let everybody know where to find you again. Absolutely. So we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Search Mouse Talk. You'll find us. Very simple. Uh, again, we're on YouTube. We uh, have Mouse Talk is our name on YouTube. And we actually do a podcast as well. It's called The Kingdom Clubhouse. I hope that's okay if I Yeah, no, sure. That. Yeah, For all, um, by all yep. means, tell us Yeah, all we're about on that. Magic of the Mouse Radio. If you uh, haven't heard of Magic of the Mouse Radio, check them out. They're 24-7 Disney music. But we do have a podcast on there Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Great. Well, Walter, I'll definitely be, I'll, uh, be in touch. I'll probably hopefully see you. In, and uh, if I don't see you, enjoy it and have a great uh, stream. Well, thank you for having me. This is always fantastic. Fantastic. We're honored that you would ask us to be on. Thank you to all your listeners for listening. Uh, This has been great and hope to do it again with another collaboration down the road. For sure. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Okay, so that brings us to another edition of The Most Magical Five. And today we have a two for one. We have Larry and Andrea with us today. Guys, how you doing? Doing good. Good. Real good. good. Thanks. Doing great. Thank you. Love to have you here. We're going to talk some Disneyland meet and greets and Disney California adventure meet and greets. But before we do that, let everybody know uh, about yourselves. I know you have a great YouTube channel. Let, uh, let everybody know about it. Yeah, we started a YouTube channel because we're always at Disney somewhere. So our um, YouTube channel, it's it's Our Castle Life. So me and Larry, we just, yeah. you know, record our adventures and we love food and um we exercise a lot. So we do a lot of run Disney um, and we love small shops. So we um, try to support as many small shops as we can. And we do a lot of bippity unboxings and magical pick me up from Hong Kong. And we got some bippity or um, unboxings from the UK. We just got um, our first one. We haven't opened it yet. So Enchanted Mysteries, that's what it's called. Um, So we're pretty excited about that. And Larry's been getting boxes. So he's getting in on it, the Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And I get, I just get the Disney. And then my daughter, we got her one. She has the wizard vault box, which is Harry Potter. Very cool. And um, we just went to Disney to um, see Avenger um, Campus, and yeah, it was it was wonderful. It was great. It was awesome. And we each have a um, Instagram page: Our Castle Life Andrea, and then Our Castle Life Larry. Yeah, kind of do our own thing. <laughs> All right, so go. You guys got to go check them out. Now, where are you guys from? We're from Springfield in Oregon. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, you know, and that's and that's one of the things I love too is having some Disneylanders on the show. We don't often get Disneylanders on the show because uh, we are primarily Florida, so uh-huh. um, it's it's nice to always get another perspective from the from the the park in California too. And uh, you know, with that, let's let's get into it. Let's let's talk about these meet and greets. Um, I know they're not back right now, but I right. know they're going to be back very soon. So uh, just so people get a heads up on what to look out for and what to do when they do come back. Let's, let's get into it. What would you guys say your number five is? This is uh, probably um, from our most recent trip when we just went to Disneyland. We were walking around and we were going to try to go to the Golden Horseshoe to have some lunch, but mm-hmm. it was, wasn't was open. So I don't know if it was just the timing of the day, but Jesse was up top there and we mm-hmm. were walking there and she spotted us. We were recording, we were doing our vlog and um, she spotted us and she did uh, a bunch of rock, paper, scissors games with Andrea, probably yes. like four or five, six of them. She did a lot because I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their, 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 their timing was a little bit off with the rock, paper, scissors, but it was really cool. She really engaged 
you know, with Andrew, even from a distance, you know, cause they are, you know, not really doing up close meet and greets, but mm-hmm. she did really engage and it was, it was really fun. Right. Right. Very it, cool. Yeah. yeah. So who, uh, who won though? Um, I think Jesse I, won. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jesse won on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am not good at rock or paper scissors. <laughs> All right. So what are we up to number four? So, so number four um, for me would be Tinkerbell. I took my daughter to Tinkerbell. It, mind you, it takes a while once, you know, meet greets are back, but it takes a while to get in the Tinkerbell line um, to go see her because she spends so much time with the kids. Mm-hmm. And I think it took an hour. And um, by the time we got up there, Calista was tired, but Tinkerbell, she really engaged with Calista. She did actually ended up doing her hair for her, oh. put it in a nice bun and um, had a nice little conversation and kind of walked around her little area with her. And Callista, to this day, she still talks about how excited she was to meet Tinkerbell. And she gets excited when she sees Tinkerbell stuff. I actually have the moment on in a picture and I, I framed it for her and she still has it in her room and she'll be 17 next month. Oh, uh, that's that, you know, I love hearing like the, the pixie dust stories like that, where they just add that little pixie dust to a trip and give you right. these memories that have now lasted. How old was she when that happened? I want to say she was five. So that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like 12 years ago. And it's still like, it's such a vivid memory. Isn't that that's just amazing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, she absolutely loved it. That's awesome. All right. So number three. So probably our number three is going to be um, when we went to Disneyland for our anniversary or mm-hmm. our anniversary. Yeah, well, it's our anniversary. No, it was it was, it was our, a family anniversary. Yeah, we took all the kids. <laughs> yeah, we took all our kids to Disneyland and stuff, and we had um, our just married things, our anniversary buttons, buttons. on. Yeah, and um, Minnie, we went to see Minnie, and she she noticed right off that we were you know celebrating our anniversary, and she was looking at our rings, and she was really doting over the whole fact that we were there on our anniversary, and you know, looking at Andrew's ring and she was really surprised and showing a lot of emotion because of her ring. And then she was looking at mine and she took a lot of pictures with us, holding our hands together, showing our rings. Mm-hmm. And that was a special one. Yeah. It was yeah. Really Very special. cool. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. I, I, that's right. I love when they really t- take time to get personal with people too, you know, yeah, it shows you that it's not just a, a you know, a, um, a, an assembly line where it's like, just bring them in and out, in and out. Like, yeah. When they actually take the time to, yeah, I mean, it's they take the time to actually get to to, to speak to the person. I mean, I, I know it makes the line a little bit longer, but that's what makes it such a magical moment, you know? Right. All right, so number two. Okay, so um, before Lamplight Lounge, they had Ariel's Grotto, right? So we were all going to meet the princesses. And so when you walk down the stairs, you see Ariel just standing there in her lovely dress, mm-hmm. and yeah. which makes the kids super excited because you know that there's going to be more. So we walk down the stairs and we get our picture taken. She signs autographs. And um, once we sat down, we had Rapunzel come to our table and talk to us for two or three minutes. We had Milan, we had Tiana, we had Cinderella. Um, I think Snow White was there. And also when you get your dessert, they come around and they all take pictures with you. They one would sit down with you. They would just talk, yeah. and everybody at the table, even my boys, were just starstruck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it was just, it was so nice to have all the kids, you know, get to get along and yeah. just 
you know, just watch, watch the princesses interact with each other. And it was just a special moment. It's a good one too. And again, that's just another memory you guys will have for the rest of your lives, you know? Right. Yeah. All right. So your number one most magical meet and greet experience in Disneyland is? Well, this is another one um, with uh, our daughter, Calista. Mm -hmm. And we had just gotten off the Grizzly River Run. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we were drenched. We were just soaking (laughs) wet. We just got... It was so yeah, hot that it was, day. <laughs> it was hot, but we just got slammed. We were just dripping. And we were walking down around um, through California Adventure there. And we ran into Pluto, who was kind of over by, um, it was kind of by Soren. Mm-hmm. There's and a there's, plane, and there's a plane there. there um, and it was kind of right there. And we, so we waited in line. And once Callista got up there, Pluto just made the most, I don't know. It was so funny that cause she, she was just dripping wet and she, and he was like, Oh my gosh, he like started licking her arm because <laughs> like, she was just totally wet. And she, and it was just making a great big deal about her just being wet. And she just loved it. She was laughing so hard and we were laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. It was, we got some great pictures of it. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, that was, it was, it was yeah, really he, fun. he licked her hair for probably 30 Yeah, seconds. it was like trying to dry her off, you know. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was funny. It was a great one. <laughs> That's a cool memory. That's definitely a cool memory. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I love that top five guys. And again, I love getting to hear about some of the differences over at, at Disneyland. Um, you know, I, I feel like we don't really see Jesse that much by us. So it was kind of cool that you got yeah. to see her there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, so you know, before you get out of here, are you guys planning on getting out to Florida anytime soon for the uh, 50th um, at Disney World? We have a yes. couple of trips, actually. Yeah, we, we do. We just got back from Disneyland three weeks ago and we yeah. went to Disney World a couple of times because Disneyland yeah, was closed. Disneyland was closed. Yeah. yeah. So. We try to go like every three or four months. Love what you guys do on the YouTube. Love it. You know, it's a, it's it's a it's a fun watch. And yeah. what you guys do is you're one of the better ones at it. So keep it up. Love what you guys Thank do. You. And bef- no, it's, it's awesome. And guys, before you get out of here, please tell everyone where to find you again. So it's our castle life on YouTube and on Instagram. It's our castle life underscore Andrea or our castle life underscore Larry. Right. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Excellent guys. Thank you so much for stopping by and, and helping us out today. Thank you right. so Thank much you for, for having, having us. us. All right. We'll see you soon. Okay, so that brings us to another edition of The Most Magical Five, and we have a two-for-one sale this time. We have two guests in. We have Frank and Jen. How are you guys doing? Good, We're how are doing you? great. <laughs> uh, tell everybody, you know, I know you guys got a lot of stuff going on. Tell everybody, uh, you know, about yourselves and what you got. Well, uh, collectively, together, we are known as Dillo's Diz, and we have been running uh, a podcast every Thursday since 2018 called Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz, which is a salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World. Basically, it's the two of us who grew up as Disney Disney kids getting a little bit older, having kids of our own, and how the nostalgia of the past collides with the current state of affairs. So we have a lot of fun every week, a lot of great guests, a lot of uh, tangents and ridiculousness mm-hmm. along the way. Um, we do a live show on YouTube, on our YouTube channel every week, Theme Park Thursday Live. So you can check that out, youtube.com slash Dillos Diz. And, you know, we're always we're always mixing it up a little bit uh, out there in uh, the social media land as well. Did I cover <laughs> everything, Jen? <laughs> I think so. I think you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you guys are going to do um, the, your top, your most magical five nostalgia Disney. 
right? Yes, yes. Which it's is true to us. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it because I love old school Disney. I love the history. Whenever I'm, you know, I, I'd rather watch a a, um, a Disney, a really well done Disney documentary than watch a movie sometimes. I, I just, <laughs> I, Modern Marvels did a Disney episode that was like a two hour episode. I must have watched that thing a million times. <laughs> right. um, so I love that kind of stuff. So yeah. I just love the old school Disney and um, yeah. I can really appreciate it. So I'm really excited. This is one of the ones I was really excited to listen to and see what you guys have for us. It's going to be super random. So <laughs> it's going to be random. <laughs> the more random, the better. That's how I say. So excellent. <laughs> Let's go. And Jen, you, you want to go back and forth? I'll start with five and then, okay, and then go ahead. Uh, then, then we can combine on the one, I think, sure. at the end there. I think yeah. that's the way it works. So, number five, um, I grew up going to Disney as a young kid. Jen's a little bit younger than me, much younger than me, seven and a half <laughs> years younger than me. Uh, so, when I, you know, as a teenager, when I turned 15, that's when Disney and Jim Studios opened and I got like rejuvenated into Disney. Like it propelled me into adulthood, basically. So, one of the things that sucked me in was Citizens of Hollywood. You know, we call them the street metal, streetmosphere, what have you. And so a nostalgic spot for me is outside the five and dime on Hollywood Boulevard. So if you're walking in past the crossroads on the right hand side, and we used to hang out on that curb and watch Citizens of Hollywood sets in the early 90s, hours on end, every single bit. We knew what was coming next, you know, but it would always be different because of the guests involved. So because we spent so much time uh, there, that is a very nostalgic spot for me. And I've done a lot of interactive theater, uh, you know, immersive theater work in my life. So it always draws me back when I walk down Hollywood Boulevard, especially right in that early part by the five and dime there on the right hand side, big street mo fan. Cool. So what else, <laughs> what else we got? All right. So maybe for number four, man, it, I'm really bad at making decisions. So I'm trying to <laughs> decide what should come next. All right. We're going to go with essential fountains, as I like to call them. So there are fountains throughout Disney. You see them everywhere. They're creating new ones. You know, Moana's going to have one mm-hmm. soon. But there are certain fountains, especially right outside the Imagination Pavilion to the side. Some are jumping. Some are just sitting there. But the sound of the fountains with the BGM of Epcot and the music all put together, that's total nostalgic Disney. It just makes us, especially at night in Epcot, at nighttime in Epcot is like one of the best things ever. Yeah. So it kind of brings us back to childhood. The fountain, the jumping fountains have been there since we were kids. So it's it's a little bit of that nostalgia still with all, you can see the lights, the ball is lit up in the distance. You can see so much. So I think- the essential fountains, as I like to call them, because they can never leave. They have to be there forever. Um, that would be my number four. <laughs> yeah. What would you say if you had to pick like that's the one though, the one like right there? Yeah, I'm gonna pick that one as my essential fountain. Although I'm sure if I started going around property, I'd have many, but that's gonna be my one for now. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things I I feel like they have cool fountains in a lot of spots, and especially yeah. in Epcot. Like every I feel like almost every every pavilion has its own uh, little, little oh, yeah. fountain. So it's cool, but I mean, nothing beats really the, 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 the major one though, I guess. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. All, all right. So number three, <laughs> what do we got? Number three is we were lucky enough. I, I should just preface by saying we were lucky enough when we were little to stay at the Polynesian for a couple of years when they opened up the Epcot resort area. Then we moved on to the beach club, especially, you know, the convenience between Epcot and the studios we really loved. But one of the things that we were taken by 
is not so much Stormalong Bay at the Beach and Yacht Club. It was the quiet pool, as we call it. Now, they, they call it the tidal pool. Some people say it was always called the tidal pool. We have no idea. We call it the quiet pool because it wasn't Stormalong Bay where all the craziness was happening with the water slide and the whirlpool and all the things. So we have spent a lot of time and maybe even sometimes when we're not staying at the beach club around uh, the quiet pool, the tidal pool of the beach club. So that spot, that little nook, you know, if you're coming out of International Gateway, it's usually right behind that first area as you as you approach the beach club. Uh, that that is a little nook, a little spot for us that we really that we really can't get enough of. We go back yeah. every time. <laughs> I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I love the quiet pools better too. I'm the yes. same way. I go I stay at the boardwalk a lot, and the one with it's not the clown anymore. I wish it was still the clown because I just thought <laughs> yeah. that was just such an awesome iconic pool. Now it's the Mickey and Minnie. But if you go around the, the bend past that pool, that's where they have the quiet pool. And that's the yeah. one I always went to just because yeah. they didn't have the music playing. When you go to the pool, you want to get away a little bit from mm-hmm. like the, the craziness. Right. I was a big, I'm a big uh, quiet pool guy in the, in the, in the resorts too. So yeah. I get, I'm, I'm nice. totally on board with that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Um, oh man, now we're down to the final two. I'm gonna have to figure out which one is number one. It's <laughs> gonna be yeah. Jen's got to do the big decision here. All right. Well, since uh, all right, one of the two is a little bit bigger, so I'm gonna save that for the number one. So, um, because we were lucky enough to stay in awesome resorts growing up, half of our time, I feel like the later years of childhood were spent at the beach club, but the early years were spent at the Polynesian. That is like true nostalgia to us. It's probably our favorite resort because. Because of it, um, you know, we the the smell of the lobby, the old moldy rainforest that they got rid of, we miss so much. But the <laughs> and this is something ridiculous, the steps that go to the second floor that can be found at the back of the lobby if you're coming in the front doors, either side, I prefer the right side, but either side. Those steps, for some reason, nostalgia. I don't know. They'll change the carpeting every once in a while, which kind of irks me, but I guess I deal with it. But I love those steps. I feel like I, I, I think everything at the Polynesian is bigger. Those rooms are bigger because when they were building it, they didn't care about space. <laughs> they weren't trying to cram too much in. So those steps are super wide. You know, the, the elevator's tiny, but the steps super wide. And just there's something about them that going up or down those steps are like, yeah, Good. You know what's funny is I've never heard anybody complain about the elevator, and I complain about that elevator all the time. <laughs> yeah. they're, they are they and they yeah. and they're so like listen. I love the Polynesian. I'll, I'm not trying to knock it, yeah. but they're so outdated. They feel like it feels like it feels like the elevator from like my, my doctor's office when I was like five, yeah. right? from like from the eighties. Like it's it's such a small cramped elevator. Yes, it, it, it has that weird old elevator smell to it too. It doesn't smell like the Polynesian, the elevators. Yeah, no, and, no. and yeah, you're right. I feel like it's from like 1982. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And they get they can rip out the rainforest in the middle of the lobby. They can change the monorail station. We got beef with all of it, but uh, <laughs> there's gonna be real real problems if they ever take those steps out, especially by Jen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is your most magical, most magical, nostalgic feeling in Disney? I mean, I think it's pretty clear. And Jen, Jen is definitely the big proponent of it, but I feel like I'm always reminded of it. And so number one is the people mover. The people mover is the most nostalgic thing yep. to us in all, all the Disney parks. You know, even if you're, you know, sometimes you take it for granted and you're like, oh, there's no line. Let's just go up the ramp to the people mover. But as soon as you like turn one of those corners, you're like hit with like all your previous Disney trips in one shot. Uh, so I don't know if Jen can uh, elaborate further, but that's what it is 
is for me. Sometimes I take it for granted and then I'm like punched in the face with, <laughs> with the nostalgia and I love it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you get a good Disney breeze up there. You get yep. all the views of Disney. If it's nighttime, if it's twilight, whatever it is, you get to see the whole park. It's just, it's a magical little ride. It's so basic too. It's just so simple. Mm -hmm. And yet it creates all the feels and that's what's good about it. My wife calls it a time machine because the same thing that you guys just said that you get, when you're there, you get to sit and you think and you start reflecting on some of your previous trips. Yes. Being on that thing when you were like, you know, five years prior and yeah. 10 years prior. And that, and you're right. It is because it's such a basic really ride. Mm -hmm. You don't really miss it until it's gone. Like when yeah. they, when it, when it was down for a few months, not that long ago, mm -hmm. everybody was like really nervous. Like, wait, they are bringing it back. Right. Because like, yeah. you figure it's, it's not like this, it's this big technological like thing. So like, how hard does it take to, is it to fix the people mover it was gone yeah. it was down for a while oh, a long yeah. time yeah. but um and, and and people were irate and they were nervous and they were cranky about it <laughs> and to me the people mover is such a it's the first thing I, it's probably it's usually always the first ride i do when i go to magic kingdom because i always mm -hmm. go up main street and then i make my right into mm -hmm. into tomorrowland and that's always okay let's let's get on the people mover and we'll get our bearings and we'll get, we'll kind of figure out how we want to go the rest of the day and then when you're kind of walking through and you make your way back to to tomorrowland again you need a rest so you get it on it again so you get that little <laughs> like you said the breeze that you feel because it goes at a nice yeah. little clip and you get that breeze mm -hmm. you get mm -hmm. to sit for a little bit you get in the dark for a little bit I, I love the people mover it is it's one of the i think it's one of the most underrated rides in all of disney for sure definitely yeah. i feel yeah, like I it's think, a little I, I, more hype oh sorry Sorry, I feel like it's getting a little more hype lately because it was down for so long and like people started paying attention. It's like, listen, mm -hmm. don't, don't come around now. Yeah. We knew how good it was. Don't <laughs> try to come on board now. You're right. Now there's a line for it. Before yeah. you walk, it was oh, always yeah. a walk on. Now you'll actually have to be like, wait online for it. I've noticed. Yeah, so exactly. Crazy. So how often do you guys get to the parks? We try to make it often. I think current times have been a little wacky, so it's been a little tougher, but we try to get there a couple of times a year if we can. Yeah, if we can do a couple of long weekends, that's the, I would say that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Now you guys are New Yorkers, right? Yes. yes. Are you? I am a New Yorker. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I am a New Yorker. I'm Long Island, but now yeah. I'm actually, um, I, I just moved down to uh, to Florida. So I'm actually a Florida oh. Disney local now. Nice. So, but yep, I'm a Suffolk County. But uh, yeah, so I always love having New Yorkers and New Jersey yeah. people on, you know, what do you call New Jersey? New Jerseyans? <laughs> whatever you call the people. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you call yeah. them. But I always love having, I, I love yeah. having my New Yorkers and my New Jersey people on the show. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's it's me and a couple of people from Miami and a couple of people from Minnesota and just yeah. the one New Yorker. I'm out manned every single time. <laughs> so I enjoy bringing you guys on. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and you know what? I love getting nostalgic vibes. Um, everything you said, I get it, man. I, I'm right there with you and I feel it. And you're, and you know, we got to do something about those elevators in, in, yeah. I think that, you know, if there's one thing that people can get out of the show that we need to fix those elevators. <laughs> in it's very true. It's true. Mm -hmm. Even in oh. the contemporary too, by that monorail station, you fit one stroller in there at a time. That contemporary <laughs> monorail station lower up there. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for the list. I appreciate you guys stopping by. Watch before you get out of here. Please let everyone know where to find you guys again and what you guys got going on. Sure, uh, we're theme we're Dillo's Diz. We have the podcast Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz every Thursday night. You can find us at Dillo's Diz, Dillo's with an S, Diz with the Z. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We got the YouTube channel happening. We got Facebook. a live every Thursday night. We got uh, we have Dillo's Diz Resort .com, which is the Patreon page we just uh, launched this year. So we're trying. We're trying to make some headway here as. We 
we <laughs> as as we uh, approach is it time is it, can we say we're approaching 2022 yet wait we're almost there you're close. blanking it's going to be 2022 anyway right yeah. so, i know right, right. So, this is awesome thank you so much thanks yeah. for joining us and before we get yeah let me tell you when frank is wearing a killer hat i got <laughs> every time I, I see somebody wearing those kinds of hats man i wish i, I can't pull them off so whenever i got to give whoever i see one of those those hats i got to give them props because i just i can't i don't know if it's my fat face i don't know i gotta <laughs> i can just i wear a backwards hat like i'm turtle from entourage that's all i got that's all i got it's, it's frank's signature he he yeah. goes everywhere with the fedora i it's love so but it's also a citizens of hollywood almost homage you know, watching everyone with fedoras growing mm-hmm. up back in the early 90s there it's kind of how it carried over <laughs> I, I love it man it's like he's part of the rat pack and i love it man <laughs> um you're pulling it off and i appreciate that so everyone had a no but guys thank you so much for stopping by this week i uh, i really appreciate it and uh, we'll definitely be in touch let's do this again yeah, yeah for sure thank you Okay, so that brings us to another edition of The Most Magical Five. And joining us this week, we have Maddie. Maddie, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How about yourself? We're doing really well. We're glad to have you here. And we're going to talk about some photo ops in Disney. But before we do that, tell everybody about yourself. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Maddie B. I'm a 24-year-old local nurse here in Orlando who uh, I moved here to enjoy the parks. So that's what I've been doing for the last two years, along with working in healthcare. So that's kind of what I do. All right. All right. And uh, we're going to go over your top five most magical photo ops in Walt Disney World, right? So this is going to be good for anyone that's coming down here that might be looking for something that might not be a generic shot that maybe they don't know about. And, and uh, this could be really informative for a lot of people coming down here on, on a nice trip soon. So without further ado, let's get started. What's your number five? My number five would probably have to be the Art of Animation Resort. Okay. They have so many different photo ops there that some people don't know about because some people don't get to visit every hotel when they come down to visit. They'll just kind of stick with whatever resort that they go to. And so the, the whole art of animation um, has tons of photo ops. Obviously, they have a lot of different characters that are, I wouldn't even say like life size. They're absolutely enormous. And yep. I love taking pictures with them. The cars, the little mermaid enormous. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you could spend a whole day there just doing a photo shoot, right? I mean, oh, like, absolutely. You literally spend the whole day just because there's so many different intricate parts that they have there. The landscaping, the the actual, the, the, the characters to take photos with. Um, I mean, there's, there's really so much to it. And, you, and, and you're right. They're like, they're ginormous. They're not like, you know, life, you know, they're like bigger than life size. So it's definitely the perfect, especially for like, if you have little ones, and you want to do a cool little fast, uh, like a little, a cool little photo shoot with them. It's perfect for like doing a cool photo shoot for a little, for a little guy, you know, uh, I think it's definitely one of the top spots for it. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Especially toy, the toy story areas, probably yeah. like if I had to pick one area, that's definitely it. Yeah, for sure. So where do we go for number four? Um, number four, uh, let's go to, let's go to Epcot and everyone wants to get like the perfect shot. So I'm, I didn't want to focus on something that everyone does, you know, like the castle, the ball, everything. Mm -hmm. But those are like that you have to get one every time you go. You have to get a castle or you have to get a shot in front of like every icon, I would would say. So for my perfect shot at Epcot, it's definitely you head towards the right, towards the seas with Nemo. And the further you can get away from the ball with still having Spaceship Earth in the background Mm -hmm. is where I need it. So there's, if you go past the seas with Nemo, there's like a bunch of flowers and like a little courtyard to the left that has like a little pond and sometimes there's fish in there. And the ball is perfectly behind you. There's nobody ever back there. It's kind of like towards the the land mm-hmm. area. I yep. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hidden. So I don't know if everybody would know 
that like little area because most of the time everybody just takes that first spaceship earth ball shot as yeah, soon as you walk in the park the, the generic security. one the generic one really but and that's the thing too is, is spaceship earth has like no bad angles right i mean she's pretty all over so you can really get a, a shot like what you said from further back from another angle and it's going to look just as pretty to be honest with you it's gonna look prettier than a shot that you take right in front of it because it's gonna be a little bit it's gonna feel a little bit more artsy you're gonna feel like a photographer like a professional photographer doing something like that you know yeah absolutely all right so where do we go for number three Number three would probably be one of my more popular locations on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. I feel like I always take pictures here. It's Disney's Boardwalk Resort. Wow. you! I love that place. It's it's my absolute favorite. It's, it's actually our DVC home. Um, my parents are DVC members there. And so we're, we just stay there every time that my parents visit. And you could take a thousand pictures there at a thousand different times and they'll all be stunning, especially like wedding photos, Mm -hmm. anniversary, engagement, whatever. I was married there actually. We plan on getting married there next year. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I got married at Seabreeze Point, right at at the gazebo over right off the boardwalk. I, yeah, you're right. There's a million. In fact, when we had our, our, our wedding, we actually had a photo shoot. We actually did the photo shoot the following day, but we had it at Epcot and we had it in on the boardwalk as well. So we had it all over the all over the boardwalk, you know, by the photo booths, like, you know, coming out of the photo booths, they had that one. And the way the boardwalk is set up to where it kind of curves around the Crescent Lake, you can get some really cool shots of the angle of where it looks, where it kind of like goes down the, the, the boardwalk and you see the buildings. And if that sun is setting it at just the right time, you get a perfect sunlight coming over the buildings and it really creates like just a gorgeous shot. Again, another type of shot that you don't even have to be a photographer, but you look like a professional photographer. If you can just, just take the shot at the right time as that sun's coming over the building when it's setting, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, we've done so many and at all times of year, like we've done shots there in winter, summer, spring, they're all gorgeous all the time, unless it's raining. Cause it's, you know, it's Florida, but yeah. And it rains <laughs> 90% of the, every, it rains every day. It rains every day. And you know, oh, yeah, without I, and, a doubt. I, and I'm telling you right now, I'm jealous about you, you, you owning at the boardwalk. I own at animal kingdom and animal kingdom is great, but like our favorite place on the whole planet is the boardwalk. I would love to be able to own at the boardwalk. You're so lucky that you got the boardwalk. <laughs> it's truly a dream come true. Honestly. I, it, I mean, listen, it, it we stay there pretty much every time. That's just our place. You know, like I said, I was married there. When we first started dating, that was our first vacation. We stayed there on our first vacation together. So it's just a sentimental place to me in, in general. And I just love it. It's 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 the best park in the whole, I mean, sorry, it's the best resort in the whole, in the whole uh, property, I believe. I really do believe that. Yeah, I've always said that too. The Riviera is like slowly catching up, but I think the boardwalk just has more charm. It's it's funny you say that. The Riviera is our second favorite. Like the Riviera was the only one that I feel is a, is a close second. Everything else was like a, a far second. And then we did the Riviera for a couple of days and the Riviera is like that close second. So I completely agree with you on that. Oh yeah, definitely. So where are we going for number two? Number two would probably be, um, I wanted to do one at like every park, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I only had five and that's a really, that's a really tough it's narrowed down. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go to, I'd probably go to Toy Story Land for number two. It is like a, a classic. I mean, everybody's probably going to have some pictures there, but there's definitely ways to tune it into your own and make it individual. But it's just so fun. There are so many, again, there are so many like life size things. And I think more of like in a family friendly aspect, more than like a influencer trying to get like a great shot kind of mm-hmm. aspect. Just because I help so many people, like I get a lot of messages saying, hey, 
what's like your favorite family friendly place to go at Disney? Where can I take my kids that it'll really like give them memories to last forever? So I'm like, okay, let's go to Toy Story Land. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no, you're right. And there's so many cool photo ops there. The only my only problem with Toy Story Land is that there's no shade whatsoever. Oh, there's absolutely. No, no shade. You are <laughs> you are basically out on your own in the sun. But other than that though, you can really take kind of like the same way like we were saying about auto animation with with how like everything is just so big there and and just so many different photo ops there. You can spend a whole day doing a photo shoot in Toy Story Land as well. You really can. Yeah, we've done a lot of cool. My favorite one probably so far is that if you kind of go up the hill near um, Slinky Dog Dash mm-hmm. there, you can get a perfect photo of the the coaster itself going behind you. And I've taken a few of those and those are really cool to have because it goes right behind you and everyone's hands are up in the air, but you're, you're still like the main center point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no, that's probably my favorite one there. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So now the big one, what is the number one most magical photo op in all of Disney for you? <laughs> it's it's going to be like the classic answer where it's a, it's a castle photo, okay. but it's where you take it. I agree. Honestly, because you're either going to have a thousand people behind you or you're going to have people waiting in line to get in front of you. And yep. there's just going to be a million people and or, then someone's going to propose beside you. Yeah. Or you're going to get the people that just don't really care that you take it a photo and they're just going to walk through the lens anyway. Yep. So where so, do you go? I have two favorite spots. So beside, like right in front of the ice cream shop, like kind of towards um, the Tomorrowland Terrace, Mm -hmm. there are those umbrella tables there. And if you're sitting at those tables and it's early enough in the morning, there's nobody there. There's nobody behind you. Like if you go and get like a Starbucks coffee in the morning and you sit down and enjoy it in front of the castle, that's like a perfect spot there if it's early enough. I mean, that mm-hmm. spot gets really filled really fast. It does. And then um, I actually got a girl who was graduating college to, she asked me if I would take her photos when we were behind the castle last time. And I'd never really thought about taking photos mm-hmm. back there. And I was still visiting at that time. Like I was still coming every couple of months. And mm-hmm. so I was also just visiting. I'm like, of course I'll take your photos. Everyone hands you their phone and you take their yeah. pictures before the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and we got really great ones back there when it was just starting to light up in the sun was setting and I took great photos of her in her cap and gown. (laughs) So I now take pictures back there um, behind the castle where nobody does. You know what? One of the spots that I always do, I have to get it every time usually is um, for the castle is right to the the left of the castle over by um, I'm blanking out on on, on the place where you can get the Nutella waffles. The um, Sleepy Hollow? Sleepy Hollow, right? Yeah, right over there by like that part of it, like for, on to the left of the castle. I feel like you always get some pretty cool shots of the side of the castle like that. I love oh, that spot yeah. right there. Absolutely. That's where we took my, uh, I'm a local photo and I had like the I'm celebrating button. Oh, okay. <laughs> right there. So it's, yeah, that's a perfect spot too. Yep. Just basically anywhere where you're not bombarded by humans. And where it's not that same boring castle shot, right? I mean, everybody yeah. does the castle shot from main, from Main Street in front of the castle. That's It's generic and it's boring. So you got to spice it up a little bit. You got to do something a little different. And I feel like that's like a, one of the cool angles of doing it. Like, kind of like what you said with Spaceship Earth too, you know? Yeah, you can do like a 360 of the castle. Even on the right side where the wishing well is, Yeah, you can too. do good photos over there. Yep, Just for sure. Completely step away from the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be generic, right? Don't be cliched. I feel like all of these like were kind of cliche. No, they're not. But... You get, I know you didn't at all. I don't think these are at all. I think you gave, yeah, the castle and spaceship Earth are cliched in general, but I thought, like I said, what you did with yours, 
is it's not the cliched version because that's what exactly what I do too. I don't do the right up front for the most part. I always do. I find that special angle where it's a different shot, and that's what that, those are not generic at all. So don't sell yourself short. Those are not a generic. <laughs> those are not generic sh- shots at all. You uh, you get them from you get you make it a you make it a non generic castle shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely it's like a struggle at this point because there are so many great. Um, Disney influencers and people who love Disney so much mm-hmm. that they take a thousand of the same pictures. So to get something that really stands out, you just have to basically sit there and go in a giant circle and be like, okay, so that was yep. probably my best angle over there. That's where I'm going to go. Perfect. No, you're right. You're right. So uh, Maddie, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, before you get out of here, please let everybody know where to find you again. My name is Magical Maddie B and I'm on Instagram mostly. And I have a YouTube account that I've recently kind of gotten back into over the past year or so. Uh, I just hit a thousand subscribers. So I'm Congratulations. really to- Thank you. I'm still... Still trying, but I'm I'm working on it slowly. Trying to make that a little bit better, focusing on that. And I'm also on TikTok and Twitter. All the same handle. All right, guys, go check her out. And uh, again, Maddie, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you soon, okay? All right, thank you for having me. Okay, so that brings us to another edition of The Most Magical Five. And joining us today, we have Dale. Dale, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm excellent. Glad to have you here. We're going to talk a little uh, Walt Disney World Resorts. Uh, before we do that, though, let everybody know a little bit about yourself. Well, I am Dale. I am uh, the third, fourth wheel with the Resort TV <laughs> One. My better half, most people know, is Jenna. And her and Josh do run the Resort TV One. They do an absolutely amazing job and put a ton of work into it. Uh, I see behind the scenes all the work that Jenna puts into it. And it, it, it's amazing. It's incredible the amount of stuff she does it, uh, puts into it. And when I get to go along and just go hang out, it's a fun time. They're the, they're the experts. I'm the tag along around Disney and uh, try to keep it light and fun. There you go. You get to be the goofball to an extent, right? Yes, exactly. I don't have to be <laughs> as serious as they do all the time. Which they don't have to be serious, but uh, yeah, they're just them and I'm a little bit more goofy. Just awesome. But yeah, so look, look, we're going to talk about some Disney World resorts. And uh, so let's get into it. What would be your number five most magical resort on Disney property? Uh, my number five, this is tough because there, there's so many good ones out there. So I really had to think them through. So I sort of went per section areas within Disney area. So my number five is a place that Jen and I, we love to go sometimes on a Saturday night. We're just uh, hanging out or don't know what to do. And we're like, let's have the Caribbean beach. So we'll, we like to go to the Caribbean beach. We just like to hang out. The one of our favorite things there is uh, the banana cabana. Mm-hmm. Cool spot. It's on the water. Just chill. We'll go grab maybe a snack or else if it's after dinner, we'll grab a drink. And the cool thing about uh, the Caribbean Beach, if most people don't know, it's the pirate theme. The mm-hmm. room would never stay there, but the rooms are pirate themed as well. And it's just a very cool beach, chill type of resort. They've got good quick service there. Uh, and if you walk around around the pool, everybody that walks by their pool is always mesmerized at how big it is and uh, yeah. pirate theme. The the slide, some of the longest slides of the pools there. It's got the got the forts like a Spanish style fort. It's got the cannons and everything around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of activity. It's perfect for the kids. Perfect. But also, yeah. we just enjoy to go there to be able to hang out. And it's right on. It's a skyline. Benefit of it as well. Yep. If you do stay there, you can jump on the skyliner. You, Right, right over to Hollywood, right over to Epcot. And there's a lot of stuff just right in that area. I was going to say super convenient with that too, because you're so close to like so many different resorts at that point. If you want to go hang out at the boardwalk and then that area, you're like, a, yes. a, a you're just a, a, you know, a skyline, a, you know, right away from that. And uh, Sebastian's Bistro, a really fun, yes. uh, fun place to eat too. That's uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Caribbean beach is definitely a good one. Um, and you walk, the other thing that we do, if we go there as well, 
it's just a quick uh, five minute walk over the Riviera Resort. Also, it's yeah, like right next to it too. So yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And they have a good they have a good little bar over there too with uh, Bar Riva. Yes. So okay, so where are we going for number four? Number four, I'm taking a little bit across across the the pond the other way is uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and we've stayed there a couple times at the. This is definitely in the in the top five if you stay with the Savannah view. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if you can wake up and open your uh, patio door, open the blinds, and you have giraffes and ox and uh, can, uh, antelope or whatever else just outside your window, you can't beat it. Because when we've stayed there, we just, I get up in the mornings, I'll open the door, and you just start hearing the animals mm-hmm. uh, roaming around and the birds and stuff. And also, and it, it also with most other resorts has a fantastic pool, both down at the main one and also actually down there where the Savannah's at. That's mm-hmm. sort of a hidden gem. That's a very cool pool. And they've got a nice uh, bar area there uh, as well to hang out. And it's, it is one of our favorite buffet places too at uh, Bowman's, especially their breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be the top buffet that I'm aware of for breakfast at Disney property. And uh, we've been there a couple of times too. And it's just the African themed breakfast they have there. It's, it's delicious. I mean, it's hard, hard to beat. Uh, and Sana. <laughs> Sana with that bread yes. service. Oh, yes. I go just for the bread service sometimes. I'll go just get a seat at the bar and, and just yeah. get the bread service and a drink by myself. Um, it's actually my home resort. I'm, I have the DVC. Oh. It's my home resort. So uh-huh. we stay there a few times. And you're right. There's nothing better. Then, you know, if you're not going to rope drop, right, you're not getting up at the crack of dawn to make sure you can rope drop. There's nothing better mm-hmm. than just kind of waking up leisurely in the morning, grabbing a cup of coffee and sitting out and watching the animals uh, at, on Savannah View. It's yeah. this really, I mean, there's nowhere else in the world. You, well, obviously, if you're staying, if you're safariing in Africa, I guess you can. But other than that, though, where else can you do that? Where else can you just like grab a cup of coffee, go out in your robe and sit on the balcony and just basically watch the animals in, in like at eight o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock, in the morning, just enjoy a leisurely morning looking at at the drafts and everything else. Yeah, like Animal Kingdom Lodge is, is top notch. And the food, yeah, the dining exactly there is amazing. Right. And so. you're because you're essentially at the middle of Orlando still. And one yeah. other thing, if if it's and if people don't even stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge, if you have a chance, and I'm sure you've had them, the zebra dome. Oh, um, the zebra those are domes. one of the top desserts yep. uh, on all the property as well. We recently took some friends. We met them there. It was like, oh, have you had the zebra domes? Like, no, we haven't even heard of them. They yep. had some. They went back and bought some more. Oh at, the, at the Mara, right? Yeah. 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 Fantastic. But um, all right. So what do we got for number three? Uh, number three is another one. I've, uh, I'm more of a chill type of person as well. And another one is uh, Old Key West. Mm. It has that similar vibe to it. And the thing that's a little bit different from this one, from the others, we've stayed there, Jenna's family, several times before they all lived down here. We went there to Old Key West and they their rooms. It's like you have your own apartment. I mean, it, it, they're amazing. They're big. We just had some friends down here several months ago. They they were there. They were impressed because they had families. They're like, this works perfectly. And Olivia's is right there. Yep. If you haven't had Olivia's chicken yet, oh, you're missing out because I love me some good chicken. And that's got the just a perfect type uh, amount, a little bit of grease on it, a little mm-hmm. bit crisp to it. And it's delicious. And it's also close to uh, Lake Buena Vista, the golf course. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go play around in golf, it's not far from there as well. And it, it's just another one of those different old Key West, obviously, that atmosphere to it. So it's just got that very relaxing, uh, fun atmosphere to it. All right. So number two, where are we going? Uh, number two is probably a little bit more uh, on everybody else's list, I would probably assume as well, is uh, one of the Magic Kingdom resorts, uh, Polynesian. Yep. And again, 
it's just it's that hawaiian chill to it just like oh key west has a beach chill and polynesian as well has that nice vibe to it of just laid back but the thing i thought about this from the three resorts at magic that'd be the one i want to stay at just because there's a little bit more to do it's not over the top like grand floridian mm-hmm. and it, the contemporary doesn't have as much stuff i don't think in my opinion going on over there as the poly does there which the contemporary has the boat rentals too but at the poly it's got the boat rentals it's got another amazing pool uh it's got the pool bar out there and if you don't have the ticket to go to magic for that day or something you can still watch the fireworks out on the beach jen and i ourselves we went and grabbed snacks or something and we just sit on the beach and we watch the fireworks uh from there and uh it's a walking distance over to grand floridian you just walk over there if you want to get up in the morning or something with a cup of coffee and go walk over there. The quick service is amazing right there. It's got Trader Sam's right there. Uh, the lounge upstairs, uh, Tambu Lounge, mm-hmm. one of our spots we like to go to as well. There's just so many cool things about it. And if you do want to spend even a little bit more, you can stay at the bungalows. Uh, we oh. had the luxury of staying there one time uh, as well. And it, it's it's just crazy. But yeah, a Polynesian is, is definitely... Yep. Yeah, the dining there too between Ohana's, Kona's. Yes, and I, I always tend to think that I find Captain Cook, Captain Cook's, to be one of the best, one of the best quick service dining at any of the resorts. I, because you can get some of the meals that you can get the, at the other restaurants, you can get there. You can get the Tonga Toast still at, at Captain Cook's, right? I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of great value with with um with the dining there as far as Captain Cook's. And yeah, you're right. You got you got the the, the fireworks across the way. Uh, those bungalows are like that's a bucket list thing for me, man. Like that, those are how nice are those really? Oh, they the really, they really are. They're, they're huge. There was we had a, a group of us staying there, and yeah, there was uh, pull out couches where you didn't think there's pull out couches underneath the TV. I think oh, we wow. had two or three bedrooms. That I don't even remember there, and it had the the hot tub outside on the deck, outlooking everything else. Actually, when everybody stayed there, I think it was opening day of uh, Toy Story. Oh, wow. Area. Cool. And they all went because they were all vloggers. They all left. I had the complete bungalow by myself. <laughs> it was it was amazing. I got up. I made my coffee. They Everybody left their uh, luggage and everything there. And I, I loaded. I was like, I'll, I'll take your luggage. Don't worry about taking that. I'll, I'll clean up or whatever afterwards. So uh, I cleaned up. But I, I, I was there until probably until they kicked me out with my cup of coffee and just hanging out on the, on the back patio watching the boats go by, held over to Magic Kingdom. I was like, nice. hey, go do your thing at Toy Story and do all the vlogging and fight for the crowd. I'm going to hang out back here. I'm going to enjoy this a little bit more. Nice, so, nice, so it nice. Was, it was awesome. Cool. So where do we go for our number one most magical re- resort experience at Disney? Number one, it may not be, it's tough. It may not be number one for a lot of people as well, but it is for me is uh, over at Beach Club. Okay. over at boardwalk and one of the main reasons is because of location mm-hmm. that has to be for me one of the top locations in all the resorts I and mean, you have the the boardwalks right there so if you want to go walk around we just like to go around the boardwalk there's several different restaurants around there there's usually entertainment friday saturday nights espn zones over there mm-hmm. so if you do have a family and the wife and kids go do something you want to go hang out at espn's zone vice versa if you want if the husband takes the kids the wife there's tons of different options for the wife to go hang out Mm -hmm. i mean there's uh the beaches and cream there you can't go wrong with trying the the kitchen sink and everything that comes with it the monster thing uh cape may that has probably 
that has to be, if you like seafood, mm-hmm. it has to be the best dinner buffet because of the seafood at Cape May. Okay. And yeah, there's also the Yasmin Steakhouse, which mm-hmm. we haven't ate there yet. Uh, and another uh, place that I've only been once, uh, Corey from Corey Meets World took me and we just hung out is the Crew Cups Lounge. It's just never a been lounge there. Never, I never heard of, you've been there? No, I haven't. I, I haven't been Ever? there yet. No. And it was, I think they've changed the menu since we were there last time, but it's just uh, another one of those hidden gems I didn't even know about. And uh, Corey said something about it. It's like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go try it out. And it was, it was, it was awesome. And again, the pool there, that is maybe the only other pool that might outdo the Poly Pool and the Caribbean Beach Pool. That pool, when you walk by it as well. I mean, as a kid, yeah. could yeah. you imagine if going there, maybe you did, maybe you did go there as a kid, but I didn't. I, no, I, I didn't as a kid either. I'm, I'm, I'm too old to have been there as a kid, but um, but yeah, the uh, that with the slide from across the way, like you yeah. actually have to get out of the pool, walk like down the thing. That's how long the slide is. Yeah. Um, it's got it's like that ra- lazy river kind of thing. It, it's one of the best pools in all in all property. It really yeah. is. It um, really is. And there's it, jelly rolls right there. Jelly rolls is a lot of fun. The other cool thing about it too, the the Fantasia and the Fairways mini golf is mm-hmm. just on the other side. It's with the walking distance. You yep. love to go there. So that's prime location if you want to do something different with the family or whatever. You can take the kids over there and do some uh, mini golf. Uh, and it's just, and again, Skyliner right away from Hollywood, walking yep. distance to Epcot. Yep. Uh, it's uh, it, it, I was actually married at the boardwalk. It's my favorite place. Oh, it's nice. my favorite resort, not just in Disney. It's my favorite resort on the planet. That I would awesome. I would stay at the boardwalk before any place in the world. You could put me up in the actual real Bora Bora, and I'd say, nope, I <laughs> want to go to the boardwalk. My <laughs> wife would kill me, but I yes, I yes. can. Oh, I, that's cool. I my goal is to one day just live at the boardwalk. That's my oh, goal yeah. is to have so much money one day that I could just live there and just have yeah. this is my room. I'll I'll pay every night. I'll stay yes. here. That's 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 the goal. And life. you guys stayed at the boardwalk. We stayed at the boardwalk usually. That's usually where we stay is the boardwalk. Uh, oh, when you mean we got married? Yeah, we stayed at the yeah. boardwalk. We got married. Yeah, yeah. It was in 2013. And um, but typically when we go, we'll stay at the boardwalk. If we like now I'm local, so it's a little different. But when um, when we'd come for a trip, if we were going to do say we do like eight to ten days, we'd always like two thirds of it would be at the boardwalk, and then the other one third of the trip would always be somewhere else, so we could always try different places. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the boardwalk has always been like a special place in, 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 yeah. our, in, our, in our family. A lot of uh, great memories with the boardwalk. Yeah. So, There's just um, so much to do right there. Yeah. And, and the, so the nighttime performers, like you said, ESPN, Flying Fish. Um, and yes. then you just you walk, you, you walk around to, the, to the, the other end of the boardwalk and you have beaches and cream and everything there is just absolutely amazing. Ale and mm-hmm. Coppice, great breakfast. Um, yep. I love it. Don't stay at the resorts next time. Go get in front of the camera. You're, 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 you're funny as hell. So okay. yeah, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Give it us a few minutes, and uh, yeah. So I again, thank you so much. I love this list because anytime Boardwalk ends up on somebody's number one spot, I can't complain. That's that's my number one top spot too. Yeah. So yeah. But, uh, but Dale, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. We'll see you soon. Okay, so that brings us to another edition of the most magical five. And joining us this week, we have Melissa. Melissa, how you doing? Great. How are you? I'm excellent, and we're glad to have you here. We're going to talk about some Magic Kingdom food, which I love. I'm a foodie. I love the food at, at Disney. So uh, before we do that, though, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Melissa. I was born and raised in Peru. My first time at Disney was when I was 22, and I it was actually as a cast member. Oh, wow. I, I Yeah, I was, uh, I was college international program, so that was pretty amazing. I worked at Magic Kingdom in food and beverage quick and service. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that that was uh, that was fun. And I've obviously fell in love with it. 
So I'm okay. now, um, I work as a travel agent and I love food. So <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Food and Disney, my two my two passions too. So I, I guess. Right. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's get into number five. What's your number five? I could pick the cinema roll from Gaston Stubborn. Oh. Um I it's good, but it, it wouldn't be my favorite. <laughs> but that thing, it's huge though, right? How big it's like the size of my head. Yes, and I couldn't finish it. So I think <laughs> that's probably why it's not number one. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one though. I love that cinnamon roll at Gaston's Tavern. It's I, I. It's really good. And again, it's it's huge. It's definitely worth the money because you, it's it's huge. You can, you need someone to share it with though. It's a breakfast shareable item. Yes. When you you left early from the hotel and you just went a quick breakfast rundown as you are walking to you know Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and eat, keep walking. Yep. And have someone to share with. Yes, of course. <laughs> All right. So number four. Or would probably be the fruit waffle sandwich Ooh, from Sleepy Hollow. Too. Yes. You know, you want to be healthy, but you don't want to be healthy with the chocolate spread Yeah, thing. That, that Nutella kind of, like, I guess it's like a, some kind of a Nutella. It is. It's yes. Good. You know what it is? You maybe the, the waffle. You're probably not eating that healthy, but you feel like you are because it's a little bit of you know. I trick myself. I say Nutella is healthy. That's just it's what, excuse. It's, yeah, it's, it's an excuse. And then and then it's got the fruit, so I'm eating fruit. So I'm I'm actually I'm doing somewhat good on that. Yeah, I yes. love that too. That's a must get every it's time. A shareable item too. Yeah, it's so huge. that that's again another thing, and I love that because again you're saving money, you're sharing, you're feeling good about yourself too. So. Yes, for sure. All right. So number three. That's, uh, it's actually a sit down. That would okay. probably be, um, Skipper Canteen, the Dr. Falls grilled steak. Oh, wow. I never had that there. Oh, you should. I love Skipper Canteen, the restaurant. I, I love Skipper Canteen too. I haven't been there in, in I haven't been there in a while. I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't been there since before quarantine, before the shutdown, but, um, it used to always be like a must do when I go. Um, and I haven't, I just haven't had a chance to be the, the, the times I've been in the park since then. I just, I, you know, I ate at a couple of the different places, Crystal Palace, stuff like that. So I haven't really been, a, yeah. had a chance to get back to the Skipper Canteen, but Skipper Canteen is usually like a must do for me. I love it, but I never had that steak. Yeah, you should. You know, I say I love the steak, but my favorite thing about this restaurant is that it has really, really good options for, um, allergy friendly. It's very allergy friendly and it's also vegan friendly. Yes. Yes. I, That's no. just, you know, when people ask me, where should I eat that has vegan options? It's the, go there. Yep. Even though I prefer the steak, just go there. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're they're one it. of the better ones. And, and again, I'll give credit to Disney as, as a whole. As a whole, they've done a good job yes. with bringing a lot of vegan options to a lot of places nowadays. But yes. yeah, Skipper Canteen is one of the better vegan places to get a bite in the kingdom yes sure. that's for sure okay so let's go to number two doll whip that's yes every time i eat it i get brain freeze because i can't help but eat it just so fast yes and you know it's it's interesting because i worked uh right at stance west i mm -hmm. i believe now it's changed the name uh but right behind aloe mm -hmm. so Back then, I'm talking 20 years ago, uh, they only had the pineapple flavor. Yeah, and now they now. have so many choices. And, yep. and I just saw that they have new a new one with a cake pop in it, which oh, I have to I try in that, September. Yeah. Yes, they have one with a blue curacao. I can't pronounce that. Excuse my language. <laughs> um, but with a cake pop in it. So oh, wow. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check it out. I know they got the watermelon now. They've had the raspberry. They got the lime with the pita yes. pan float um they're all good i love them all but pineapple is like I'm, that's the old classic you know yes that's my favorite but there are many choices now okay so your number one most magical food option at magic kingdom park is the turkey leg 
You love that turkey leg, huh? I worked the turkey leg stand. Uh, so it's a little bit of a sentimental factor for you. Of course. <laughs> I I gotta I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you a little bit because every time I, and here's the funny part is I get the turkey leg not so much now that I'm a local I don't get it as much now that I'm local but when I would come on vacation I would get the turkey leg every trip once every trip <laughs> and I almost would forget every time I got it that the last time I got it I only had a few bites of it and just and got and just did not like it <laughs> but in my head it's like every time I would come down I felt you like have I had, to. I'd have a cold bite so I'm like I don't know why I got this I don't even like this and then the next time I'd come down I'd do the same thing again. <laughs> So yeah, I, I get I get the turkey leg. I just yeah, it's too it's you know just I think it I think it's just that it's because it's it's such a huge chunk of meat on a hot day. Yeah. It's, it's tough to eat sometimes, but but yeah, I I used to get it every single time. It's an icon, and I and that's probably why it's my favorite. It's the icon, and yeah, I've convinced my son that he has to have it every trip. <laughs> uh, he's fourteen, and every trip he has to have it. It's no trip is complete, so yeah. I've converted him. Excellent. Yeah, well, that's my favorite. <laughs> thank you so much, Melissa, for giving us your uh, your most magical five food options at Magic Kingdom. It was great having you in this week. And uh, before you go, thank you. Let everybody know where to find you again. You can find me at Wish Up in a Plane on Instagram. Same handle on Facebook and uh, website too. www.wishuponaplane.com. There you go, Melissa. Thanks again for joining us this week. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so that brings us to another edition, another edition of the Most Magical Five. And joining us this week, we have Aaron. Aaron, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. So glad to be a part of this today. Oh, we're so glad to have you. And you're going to tell us your Most Magical Five rides and attractions at Disney, correct? Yes, you got it. All right. So want you to, before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I own a shop. I'm called Boogie Button Baron. Um, and I'd like to do lots of magical things to create magic for everybody else as well. Um, it's that little piece that I can get to everybody. Um, I love Disney. I love everything about Disney, the magic that it brings when you walk into the parks, the magic that it gives you just by riding the rides and by seeing the sights and by smelling the foods. It's it's just awesome. Such an awesome feeling. All right. So why don't we start with your number five most magical ride and attraction at Disney? Okay. Uh, my fifth one is uh, Star Tours. Uh, <laughs> it's actually one of my partner's favorites. He absolutely loves going on that ride. It always makes me a little bit carsick, but I've learned to love it over the years when we had an annual pass to Disneyland. That was one of the favorites. We always did it at the end of the night. So it was kind of like the park closer for us. Cool. Number four. Number four would have to be Indiana Jones. Um, I love the adventure in that one. Uh, I love the way that the cars move and it gets you kind of revved up, you know, when you're on riding it. And it's it's not um, not as scary as a roller coaster, um, but they make you think it is. Very cool. Very cool. Number three. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Um, while a lot of people think that the Fantasyland rides are just for kids, I find that one is absolutely awesome and hysterical. I love the heat factions that they have at the end uh, when you're going through, you know, the the barrels of hell, as they might say. Uh, and it just I, I used to love that ride. Um, it, it was one of my favorites to go on in Fantasyland. It, it's the one of those ones that I miss so much in, in Disney World, you know, and uh, Disneyland is so lucky they still got it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so number two. 
Number two, uh, this was a hard one because I have two of my top rides and I wasn't sure which one I was going to place first. So I placed number two as Pirates of the Caribbean. I've heard that they are different no matter which park you're in. Um, Mm. My home park is Disneyland and I absolutely love the drops that they give in the beginning. It gives you that extra little rush of a kick in the beginning before you actually get down and take part in the ride. And I love it. Cool. Yeah. A lot of people like the um, I've always heard a lot of people say they like the Disneyland version better than the Disney World version. Although I've heard a lot of people say they like the queue line in the Disney World version better than the one in Disneyland. So, you know, it's kind (laughs) of you got to it's a give and take, I guess, you know. Right. (laughs) All right. So your number one most magical ride and attraction in Disneyland is. Big Thunder Mountain. Nobody would have guessed it before because I always used to hate roller coasters, but I learned to love this one. I rode it five times in a row the first day that I ever rode it. And by the fifth time, it was like, yeah, this is now my favorite ride. (laughs) (laughs) The the thrill and the adventure and the ups and the downs and the goat and all of, you know, all of the the roundy bouts that you take and the ups and downs. And it's just, it's a perfect roller coaster. It definitely is. It's, it's, It's a fun one. It's definitely a fun one. So yeah. I want to say thank you so much for joining us this week and for your most magical five Disney run rides and attractions. Um, real quick before you get out of here, let everybody know where they can find your shop. Sure. Um, we are on Etsy. Uh, you can find us if you look up our brand name is Boogie Button Baron, and you can find us there on Etsy, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Tumblr, wherever you are at, we are probably there. <laughs> All right. Go check them out, guys. And Aaron, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you. Okay, so that's going to do it for this week's Disney Underground Podcast. We want to thank Dale from Resorts TV One for stopping by, Larry and Andrea from Our Castle Life, Frank and Jen from Dillo's Diz, Walt from Mouse Talk. We also want to thank the magical Maddie B, Melissa from Wish Upon a Plane, and Aaron from Boogie Button Baron. Uh, guys, go check all their pages out. Uh, you heard where to find them on the show uh, we want to thank them for stopping by and giving us their most magical five of all the different topics we discussed. Uh, guys, remember, you can find us on Magic of the Mouse Radio every Tuesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. on Saturdays. And on YouTube, you can find us on FPE Network every 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on every Thursday night. We go live. You get to hear us unedited and live, uncut. So come check us out. And guys, remember, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time. Bye.